1: Hi everyone. Welcome to staying home with wit. I have a very special guest joining me today. I am so excited to talk to her. I'm speaking with Teresa Caputo, AKA the Long Island medium, which I'm sure you guys have heard of before. I have always wanted to talk to her. As many of you know, I lost my dad seven years ago, and it's always been hard for me to connect with him. Or if I do see something, I wonder, was that really him? And I'm skeptical of this whole scenario. So it's just so nice to talk to someone who has this access to them, who can give us some clarity on how we can connect with them more so that we can feel like they're not lost forever, that they're with us, they're just not physically with us. Anyways, you guys have probably seen her on her reality show, Long Island Medium, where she uses her gift of channeling spirit to allow people to connect with their loved ones who have passed. Through healing messages, Teresa is a source of light that many look to while navigating through these unprecedented times. Right now, we are all struggling with grief more than ever. And Teresa is not only here just to connect you with spirits, she is really here to help you with figuring out a personal way to grieve that's not just about crying, a meaningful way to remember your loved one. She recently released a new book, Good Morning, and a podcast out called Hey Spirit. Here is my conversation with Teresa. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. I heard about your podcast and I followed you and I oh. really... um I really was looking forward to this because I lost someone in my life, but I, mm-hmm. I first want to talk really about your history. Sure. And what your first experience was like when you realized that you had this, I mean, it, it is a gift, right? A gift, yeah. A,
0: a gift. You know, I always say to people, I don't mean to quote my, to quote Lady Gaga, but I was literally born this way. <laughs> I, I mean, I did not wake up one day and say to my parents, you know what, mom and dad, I want to talk to dead people for a living. You know, for me, I always sensed and felt spirit. I thought, since I was four, I can remember saying to my mom, I don't feel right. I feel different than everyone else. I feel like I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. And my mom would literally say to me, well, you're not adopted. So there's no reason why you should feel that way. And you're, you're, you're loved and you're gifted, but no one ever thought in a million years that, I was talking to dead people. I mean, I come from a very spiritual family. I share this with people. I am a practicing Catholic because people want to know. And it took me a long time to um, incorporate, accept, and understand my gift. It's been a journey for me. Yeah. You know? I, and I think what people can also connect with and understand is when you think what you experience in life, everyone else has whether it be growing up as a child, the way you went to school, your family life, even what you experience when you lose a loved one. And it just isn't so. Everyone is different and there is no right or wrong way. Right. And it took me a long time. So it wasn't until I would say I was about 28 when things really came to the height where, I mean, I was so crippled with my anxiety that I could not leave my house.
1: But what was happening? Like, were were people talking to you? Like, what was... Yeah.
0: So my main way of communicating and feeling the souls of the departed is through feeling. It's a feeling and a knowing. So they will make me feel certain things. So say I would... I'm going to use this as an example because this literally happened. I was in Bed Bath & Beyond. It was a way that I was like testing out my gift when I first found out that I had the ability not only to connect with my own loved ones, but everyone else's. I would, because I would have this problem where I would leave my house, go into a store and all of a sudden I would feel like I couldn't breathe. So I would leave the store and then I would feel better. And what I found out was because I'm empathic and I feel and take on other people's emotions, the same way that I feel the souls of the departed, they will make me feel how they died. So one time I I tested when I was understanding my gift, I was in Bed Bath & Beyond and I made myself stay there. I was in an aisle and I I couldn't breathe. I I felt like I was just going to die of a heart attack and just drop dead. And I'm like, And I'm just, I'm talking to myself, just stay here, just stay here. And all of a sudden this woman comes walking up to me and she says, she was hysterical crying. She says, can you please help me? What sheets do you like? And I picked out these sheets. I said, the ones on the left. And she said, those are the ones my husband would have picked. She said, my husband died unexpectedly of a heart attack. And... I'm trying to redo the room, but I still wanted our bedroom, but I wanted to still incorporate him in it. She says, so thank you. And I had no idea that I was literally channeling her husband at that point. That you were like feeling his pain. Yes. I was feeling how he died and then like helping her pick out the sheets and, you know, um, So what had happened was I I was having difficulty leaving and and my mom had said, you know, I think you need to go see someone, maybe like a a spirit, you know, I have a friend, she's a spiritual healer. She teaches spiritual awareness classes. She says, why don't you go there? Try that. Okay. And I did. And that's where I found out that not only, because I believe, Whitney, each and every one of us have the ability to connect with our own departed loved ones. Get the signs and the symbols, feel their presence. In, in our own special way. And I just had the ability to connect with everyone's loved ones. And that's what I had to understand. Right. So through this class, it was, for me, it was like a safe place for me to kind of explore what was going on with me. And I would be saying things to people that I knew nothing about and people, it would be life-changing for them. So probably about 10 years after that, Courtney Mullen, my, my manager now, said to me, she unfortunately lost her dad. And she said to me, my experience with you was life-changing. She says everyone should have that opportunity to, to be able to- Be part to, of your gift, to mm-hmm. be, you know, to experience it. She said, would you want to do a television show? Because she was involved. She had worked, She was a, a producer for MTV at the time. Uh, TRL, I don't know. Yeah, you course. might be too young
1: for no, that. no, <laughs> TRL was like my heyday
0: she's like, you know, would you want to do a television show? And I'm like, all right. You know, I never thought in a million years that I would be where I am today. I mean, Long Island Medium is on for 10 years. We just finished wrapping a a season and having a podcast. I mean, just like all these crazy things I never would have thought. And here I was, I couldn't leave my house, but I, I, I travel the country and I live on a tour bus for weeks at a time doing live events. It's just, it's really, it's, insane. (laughs) It's It's an amazing, insane, (laughs) amazing,
1: insane. It just goes to show you how you can turn something that was once, you know, a crippling anxiety into Mm -hmm. a real gift that people are knocking down your door for. But I can imagine that it's probably extremely tiring and emotional for you.
0: Actually, for me, when I don't work is when it becomes tiring because I'm still, say, feeling and taking things on, but I'm not releasing it. It actually takes more energy for me to block or not acknowledge a soul than it is for me to just say what it is that I need to say.
1: The new year is finally here and the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris has happened. And it feels like there's a complete shift and new energy. And that's why I'm so excited to be talking about grove because grove is a really awesome company that's providing clean household products so i feel like if there was ever a time to just reinvigorate your home make sure you're living as healthily as possible and having very clean eco-friendly non-toxic products in your house just feels like the right time to start fresh Grove Collaborative wants to help you guys kick off these resolutions for a healthier home by making it easy to shop for natural household products. I know running to the store has been pretty stressful lately, and there's nothing worse than forgetting something on your list and then needing to take multiple trips. Shopping for home essentials should be easy and convenient, especially now when leaving your house is so difficult, and that's where Grove Collaborative comes in. Grove Collaborative is an online marketplace for sustainable home essentials delivered to your doorstep. They take the guesswork out of going green. You can browse a site for thousands of home, beauty, and personal care products, all guaranteed to be good for you, your home, your family, and the planet. With Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods you need for you and your family. Join over two million households who have trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Did you guys know that 70% of people say that they want to use natural products, but only 2% actually do? All right. Why? Because what they sell at the store is from the biggest companies, not necessarily the ones that are the best for you. So where do you start? You go to Grove Collaborative. Plus, shipping is fast and free on your first order. Make your home healthier this new year for a limited time. When my listeners go to grove.co slash withwit, you will get a free Mrs. Meyers gift set plus free shipping with your first order, a $30 value. But you have to use our special code. Go to grove.co slash withwit to get this exclusive offer. That's grove.co slash withwit to get this offer You can tune in behind the scenes at The Papaya Podcast and The Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. And now back to our chat. How many times a
0: day or like how often does this happen for you? Well, well, no, it depends if I'm if I'm out and about, you know, during the pandemic. I mean, my friends were getting a lot of information <laughs> because I'd be on the phone with them and it'd be like, all right, this is, you know, your mom's saying this, you know, your brother is saying this and, you know, but it's, it, you know, it's just like in my daily life, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I'm still working. Right. And what I've learned like through this, you know, is it my personality, Whitney, that I just... I try to look at things at the other side of the coin in a positive way with that silver lining. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, okay, this pandemic, it's terrible, horrible. People are dying, losing their jobs, Mm -hmm. losing everything, losing Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. And... Still, I am still able to deliver messages of hope, healing, and peace. And I learned that through the pandemic, that's how I started the podcast. I was like, you know what? Zoom could be the new phone reading for me. A hundred percent. And it's really incredible on how you can still feel that emotion, even though it's through a computer.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still feel connected to you talking to you, even though we're on opposite sides of the country. But I think that, I mean, you seem to have a very warm, welcoming, like mothering, nurturing personality. But
0: Uh, thank you.
1: There's no reason not to. That's what I found during the pandemic, too. Like, we're so lucky to have social media, to be able to share our gifts right? pivot and figure out how we can share our gifts with this whole new world. So is your podcast... Is it with people, you know, are you doing mm. readings? Like what does your podcast consist of?
0: It's, it's a little bit of everything. I have some guests on celebrity guests to talk about how they kind of make their space inviting and just to talk about spirituality. Yeah. Uh, people, they, I have a hotline set up. It's one eight seven seven t caputo and people call up, leave messages if they want to be on the podcast. It's just like anything else. People on my waiting list. The thing that I I love about the podcast is that I never thought that I'd be reading people in Australia, Hong Kong. I mean, I'm reading people all over the world or not just people on Long Island or being able to drive, you know, to my home or me being able to drive to their home or me traveling the country and then being in in, in a venue of thousands of people. So it's, it's still... It's remarkable, and and it's interesting. I think that, um, and I don't know why I'm saying this to you, um, but I know there's always a reason. That's okay. The thing about what I don't think people understand about what I do myself, or even spirituality, we have to believe that there is more to life than this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was uh, prompted to write another book from spirit, and it, it had come out in October. It's called Good Morning, and it's the book is about daily losses, about, yes, we lose a loved one. That is probably the greatest loss that we suffer here in the physical world. Mm -hmm. But there's so many things that we lose on a daily basis. And the pandemic was that whole book in a nutshell. Uh I wrote about loss of freedom, friendships, jobs, homes, finances. And even if nobody lost a loved one, it's to acknowledge on how we really have to take care of ourselves spiritually, physically, and more importantly, mentally. And everyone is different and we have to find what works for us, right. but we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our souls and our spirits to be able to do that.
1: Right. I mean, And that's what I'm, I try to figure out because I, I lost my dad seven years ago mm-hmm. and I am... I'm always trying to figure out how to connect with him. I actually, we just got back. Well,
0: he just said to me, he goes, Teresa, he goes, I show my daughter all the time that I'm present, but she doesn't always put the pieces together that it's me. She'll think it, she'll go- dad. And then she would be like, oh, like brushes it off. So signs and communicating with the souls of the departed is the root. Cause I, I just, I just said to your dad, I go, I felt a father presence the second we started connecting. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, dad, I go, why didn't you step forward first? He's like, my daughter was nipping at the bud. She didn't know if she should say something. And then she had a little fear, Teresa, that, oh my God, what if my dad doesn't show up today? Yeah. He goes, fat chance, that wasn't going to (laughs) happen. But would that be your dad's personality? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I I should probably explain to your listeners on how this kind of works for me. Yes, please. I can't summon, I don't summon souls. They have to step forward and make their presence known to me. So how that happens is a soul will step forward. I will feel the bonds and relationship on how you knew them. Because like sometimes I might say to someone, oh, did you lose the brother? And they'll say, we know I didn't lose my brother, but I lost my best friend. He was like my brother. It's that bond that we share with them. And then they make me feel how they departed.
1: Got it. And then
0: they will talk about things that are holding you back from healing. Uh You will grieve the loss of your dad for the rest of your life here in the physical world. The healing process is something completely different. It's a way of being able to still feel the sadness and the sorrow, but being able to laugh in the same moment. And that is what your dad is going to give you, is how he made me feel right at this very moment. He was going to give you that ability to feel him and laugh and smile and not feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm even though it's been 7 years he just he just made me feel the emotion that you still feel bad at times when you're at this high or at this amazing moment and then you get so sad because you're like oh my god my dad isn't here my dad is missing out your dad is not here physically but he's here soul wise mm-hmm. So what spirit will do is they will bring up things that happened years ago to remind you of happier times. Mm-hmm. They'll bring up things that have happened since they've died to validate through every breath that you take and every milestone you achieve, they are with you in spirit. They will talk about things. Your father just said to me, please let my daughter know that I heard her say goodbye. So know that if there were things that you said to your father that he thought that you that he didn't hear, or maybe you Wanted him to hear, and you weren't able to. Please know that nothing was left unsaid.
1: Okay, I mean, he just
0: leaned. He just leaned over and kissed you and said, "I love you more." But then I heard, "I love you bunches." Do you use a word that word? Bunches. Bunch. But I, I don't know what bunches means. But it's almost you, you know I'm that gonna write that down. Yeah, bunches. bunches. I don't know what that is, and I don't have a meaning for it. So okay. how I read, I like to share things that I don't have a meaning for because just because I don't have a meaning for it doesn't mean that it's not-
1: It's not a meaning to me or that it's somehow connected in some way. Yeah.
0: Correct. It could be a connection to something else. So what do you say to people who are skeptic?
1: How do you deal
0: with that? Uh, Listen, I'm the first one in line saying, what I do is crazy. Listen, (laughs) there's no way someone can talk to dead people. Like, I get it. But there's no way spirit is going to talk about things And you're going to see with your dad, because I can still feel him. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) That he's going to talk about things that there's no way that I would know about them. Okay. No way about, and I'm going to say this again. He showed me the whispering of the ear. So did you have the opportunity to say goodbye to your dad? I did say goodbye
1: to my dad, but I didn't, he was
0: not conscious.
1: No. And... There were a lot of things that I wanted to talk to him Mm -hmm. about, though, that at the time I didn't know I wanted to ask him. But now Mm -hmm. I feel like I want answers. Your dad
0: had me say that to you before, that nothing was left unsaid. So validating, knowing that everything that you said to him in your own personal thoughts or prayers, he has heard, knowing that this is something that is bothering you, something negative, something holding you back, whatever it may be of this what if, and him saying, I don't want you to hold on to that. I don't want you to worry about that. Okay. I know how much you love me. I know how much you miss me. And he says, and you always have made me proud because I I do see things changing. I don't know if it was with your business um, or what you do or something that you did with your dad. He made me feel like it was different. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So, okay. Yes. And I don't also know, you can tell me if I'm giving too much information as I go, but yeah, we started a a clothing business together. And then after he passed away, I had to stop it because it was just too hard and sad for me. Yeah.
0: Validating, supporting your decision in changing the business, whatever that may be. Okay. Okay. Not disappointed. And he's he even said, I, I, I was always proud of you. Okay, good. So knowing that at that time, and there were no regrets. So whether if you think now, oh my God, how nice would it have been to have kept that. At that time, it didn't work for you. You couldn't do it.
1: So I know some of you guys may be thinking that there are a lot of ads. I wanted you to know that the ads and the sponsors and the brand partners are all responsible for helping us make this podcast happen. Without them, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> they fuel the whole team. So I know it can be frustrated coming in and out, but they're also great, great great companies and I wouldn't recommend or promote something that I didn't actually use or think was a great product. Seriously, you guys know me. So now on to my next brand partner, Tatcha, which is a company that I have been using for a long, 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 long time. And one of the reasons why they're now a brand partner for us on the podcast, because I do use them and have tagged them organically. So it just felt super natural for me to talk about them taking care of myself always brightens my mood. And that's why I love Tatcha. They're a Japanese beauty brand that believes skincare is self-care. And I could not agree more. When I decide to take just a few moments out of my day to care for my skin, I feel like I am really making a commitment to care for myself. And as a mom, it's so easy to get caught up in the to-do lists and, you know, uh, Double tasking, multitasking, all of the tasking. Um, and so it's important to be able to bring yourself back in the moment and give ourselves an opportunity to take care of ourselves. And that is why I want to give you all 15% off your Tatcha purchase with code WITHWIT. So you have a reminder to always love and care for yourself. Tatcha has really, really gentle formulas. They're all very, very gentle and gentle enough to use every day, but incredibly effective thanks to its natural time-tested ingredients. So I was telling you guys that I obviously love the Dewy Skin Mist, but there's also a product that I've been using that has been amazing. It's called the Dewy Serum. And it's a three-in-one serum that resurfaces plumps and locks in moisture for smoother, plumper, dewier skin. I just love this brand. It's clean. The packaging is so beautiful. The products actually work. And you guys can use our code with wit to try this new formula and more for 15% off. Every Tatcha purchase also helps fund education equality through the nonprofit room to read. So head to tatcha.com and check out the Dewey Skin Mist, the Dewey Serum, and use our code with wit to try all of it and more for 15% off. And now back to our chat.
0: Did someone lose a child? Because your dad holds a blanket. That's my symbol for someone lost a child that didn't get the opportunity to walk here in the physical world. Miscarriage, termination, it just validates that the soul is at peace mm-hmm. with your dad on the other side. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, I've had two miscarriages.
0: Yeah. Oh, so know that your dad has the. Oh, that's probably why I was seeing a pink and a blue blanket because I mm-hmm. uh, sometimes that's just my validation of two children. Uh-huh. And it could also be the gender of the child. You have children here. Who has the children here in the physical world?
1: I do. I have one son
0: because he shows me you have three children. So that would be two children in spirit and one child here in the physical world. Does your son talk about or make motion to like a specific corner in the room or would like look behind you or talk about your dad and that he doesn't know your dad, correct? Yes, he
1: doesn't know. Yeah, he well, because I've told him that he's up in the sky. And so he'll Mm -hmm. randomly ask me, where's Grandpa Jeff? Is he up in the sky? And then yesterday... He told me he was in his belly.
0: So know that he, your son isn't crazy. It's not his imagination. Know that what he was sensing was your dad's soul. Mm-hmm. So young children have the ability to sense and feel spirit easier than we can because we're so busy and we make, right. up, we make up excuses in our minds of, oh, if we think we see a shadow, or we think we feel something. Know that that is your dad know that that is him. Because your dad just told me, he goes, Teresa, my daughter had a dream of me. I gave her a visitation showing her that I was okay. So now I want to share with you, I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. I don't connect with them in that way. So your dad showed me that it was. I could see him standing there completely healthy and smiling and then disappear. That's my symbol for when someone has a dream, but it's really a visitation. Did you have that type of experience? Yes.
1: I've, I've only honestly dreamt about him twice in seven years. Okay. I wish I could dream about him more.
0: But, but you had that. I've never had that. So your dad is saying, you saw him. He was perfectly healthy, yeah. correct? yes. Yes. He says, this is how I need you to remember me. So this also validates if your dad saying, I've shown her signs and symbols, Teresa, but she's not putting it together, that it's me. Uh-huh. So know that that is your dad. Know that that was his soul that stepped forward to show you, this is how I need you to remember me. This is how I don't want you to remember me not being able to communicate. Sick. Your father just started jumping up and down, which means that he can move freely on the other side. When you said goodbye to your father, did you tell him that it was okay to let go? I don't remember, but
1: I was frustrated with him because he was not taking care of himself. Uh, okay. I th- and he was ha- dealing with some hard stuff in work and I think he was just like over mm-hmm. it and he didn't he didn't want to heal anymore. I, I I don't think he wanted to I don't I'm going think he had the this. strength to yeah, go ahead.
0: Did your dad pass him something of the chest because he's laboring my breathing and, and something in my throat? And I just felt like I couldn't, I, I couldn't breathe.
1: Yeah, he actually had kidney cancer, but how it formed was in his chest. He had this horrible cough for a year and we couldn't mm-hmm. figure out, he, he didn't go to the doctor. And then, yeah.
0: Because the reason why I asked you that was because he showed me my symbol for when spirit shows me an illness, And then they show me an operating room and then they take a quarter and show me the other side of the coin. Mm -hmm. That's my symbol for that a soul says, we're only looking at the other side of the coin that I would still be here. He says, I want you to realize what if we did find out that I had this kidney issue he just had me do a body scan on him and I can see a lot of red spots. So he had more than just the kidney going on. It was multiple things. He says, and you know what would have happened if I went to the doctor? It would have affected my quality of life, not my quantity. So he says, I want you to know that I take responsibility for my actions, my choices. I died on my terms. I die, he says, because there's no way that I would have survived All of these things, he says, and more importantly, I would not have been the man that I was at the end of my life. Do you understand that? So let's hypothetically say Uh if for, we'll say for two years, he had this issue Uh or had some ailments. Uh He shows me in these two years, all the things that he accomplished, correct? Uh You're the only one that's going to know that. So he accomplished a lot of things in the last two years of his life
1: started things, but he never saw them to fruition.
0: That's fine. If he says, if I, was, if I went to the doc, this is the side of the coin that you're not looking at. Mm-hmm. Went to the doctor, spent all of that time, instead of starting up all those projects or whatever it may be, he says, I would have been at the doctor's. I would have been getting treatments. I would not have been strong enough to do those things. Mm-hmm. So this is what he's acknowledging about the quality of life over quantity of life, right? That's not something easy for me to say because it's easy for us to say, well, no, no, no. If he had this treatment and if he had that, and he keeps saying to me, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. He says, he goes, he goes, I'm taking responsibility for not taking care of myself Mm -hmm. a thousand percent. He says, I take full responsibility for that. He says, but that doesn't mean that I would still be here in the physical world. Right. He says that was the hardest thing you know that that was the hardest thing to- that I had to watch you and the family be sick. Mm-hmm. He said that was not i because I feel like your dad is this strong um and and I don't mean this in a in a negative way or like in even in a manly way, but he has pride mm-hmm. a lot you know, and he goes i was the the strength and the foundation of the family mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. it's just so hard, it's so hard because." When he died, he was in a lawsuit and I just Mm -hmm. think he was the last, it was just like the last two years or the last year of his life. So yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh Uh, No, but that, but that's important. You just said it the last two years, it's gotta be something, but it's also prior to him like being sick. Do you you understand that? It has to be things that he was able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 He also makes me feel like though that uh, whatever that lawsuit was uh-huh. or is, he just, he just literally said to me, it's all a bunch of BS, Teresa, but it's he used true. different words. It's, it's, he used different words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he goes, it's not even worth talking about. Okay. He says, but it is something that did eat away at me. Yeah. But he says i can't have you focusing on that is this is probably why it was important for him to show me all of these other ailments that he had mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. his it was all it ended up being all over
0: yeah and he says which was going to happen lawsuit or no lawsuit this was an illness did it add to say stress or aggravation or he said absolutely uh-huh. he says but you have to understand when I see red spots, it's my symbol for like cancer or like serious things that are going yeah. on with the body. Yeah. So he wasn't, usually if someone has like stress or, um, or if it was like, they'll show me pink. He's showing me all of these red spots. So I think that what he's trying to say to you is let's stop focusing on the BS lawsuit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And it's almost like kind of take that and put that aside So we can start to heal because he makes me feel like you keep going or or you, the family, whoever, keep going over this. He goes, my family can't heal. I literally feel like your dad just died Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's how it feels for you. Mm -hmm. Because you're still stuck in this negative, it's almost like this hamster wheel. Yeah. And, and, And you're not able to grieve your dad because you have all of this other crap going on.
1: Yeah. I don't even know how to grieve my dad anymore besides just crying.
0: So... That is something personal for you. Yeah. The way that you can maybe start to heal and start to grieve in a different way Mm -hmm. is to, your dad just stood in front of me and he says, Whitney, what I want you to do is to visual, like, do do you meditate or do you ever find quiet time Mm -hmm. for yourself? Mm -hmm. I do. So either before or after your meditation, when your mind is all swept out of all the cobwebs and it's clear, imagine your dad standing there perfectly healthy with a suitcase open at the bottom of his feet. I want you to put in that suitcase, every negative emotion, situation, burden, guilt, things that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. He says, I want you to put them in the suitcase. And he says, then I want you to close the suitcase and hand it back to me with love. I want you to give me back all of these things that I don't want you to worry about because he literally just looked at me and said, she can't change those things. She has no control over those things. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So your dad says, we're only going to focus on what we have control over, what affects us. He says, so I want you to give that back to me. Then what I want you to do, Whitney, is maybe start, it's something that I started this holiday for my departed loved ones Mm -hmm. is, um, is a memory jar. Okay. And I got this jar And uh, I had everyone write down a memory of any one of my loved ones that have died. Mm -hmm. We rolled it up and we put it in a piece of pasta. I'm Italian. We like macaroni. (laughs) 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 And it also looks nice sitting out on the counter. Yeah. (laughs) And because I think it's the hard, I think it's hard for people to remember their loved ones. It's hard for them to talk about them. It's hard for them to break, because then they don't want to upset other people. Mm-hmm. So the great thing that I love about this memory jar is that you're going to put in your memories. You're going to put, your siblings can do it if they want to participate, your mom, they can write something funny, maybe something that your dad did, whatever it is. And you put it in this jar and you can just sit by yourself. And when you want to remember your dad, or when you're feeling like, I don't want to cry anymore. I want to. I want to. I'm, I, it's hard for me to remember the happy times because yeah. I keep going over all the. So anything negative that serves you no purpose, you have no control over. Your dad says, "Give it back to me." Okay. We want you to release it, and then pull something from that memory jar. Mm-hmm. Some because this is your dad. He's like dancing. He's going because I was really funny, Teresa. He, was- he goes, "I was really funny."
1: <laughs> he was really funny, and he always. It was just like his goal in life was to make us laugh and be silly. Perfect. Yeah.
0: So this is what he wants you to do to create this memory jar. Okay. I mean, look, I'm not here to promote my books or anything, but I did write a book a couple of years back called Good Grief.
1: Yeah. No, it's important to talk about because I was actually talking about grief with my sister. Grief is something that so many people have struggled with forever. But now more than ever, people Mm -hmm. are losing people Mm -hmm. like crazy. And people don't know what to do with grief. And so I think you are such a wonderful resource because you're not only providing people with access to their loved ones, but really tips on how to remember Mm -hmm. them in a positive, positive way. Yes. As opposed to just like like my life will never be right my my life will never be as good as it could have been Mm -hmm. or i will always question my decisions because i i I don't know what my dad Mm -hmm. thinks about what i'm doing or i didn't get to ask him what he thought or for me at least i'm just constantly questioning myself and i feel like that's happened since my dad died i always thought of myself as a very confident person Mm -hmm. And now I've become like sort of this little insecure person that takes everything personally. Uh And I don't want to blame it on my dad, but I think losing my dad just made me feel like this kind of burden. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm just, I've sort of lost myself a little bit and I need, yeah.
0: So look, timing is everything. I don't believe that this is a coincidence that you at this, at this very moment Mm -hmm. that I'm a guest on your, on your podcast. I'm going to send you my two books. Yes, I'm gonna, please. Uh, I'm going to have someone reach out to get, get me an address. I'm going to send you Good Grief and okay. also Good Morning. I okay. want you to read Good, Good Grief first, because okay. or maybe Good Morning, whatever you, whatever you decide. But okay. Good Grief is such a great handbook. But the thing that I just want to finish this about the memory jar, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great because you're also going to realize what other people remember about your dad. Mm-hmm. It could be friends of yours to say, well, could you put a memory of my dad in, in this jar mm-hmm. and how nice, and your dad just literally said to me, look how nice it is to see my daughter smile mm-hmm. when she's remembering me, mm-hmm. when she's thinking of me. And that is what this memory jar is going to bring you. And I'm going to say this to you, you your dad is there guiding you. Because you already validated that you did see him in dreams. Mm -hmm. Your dad also tells me, you see the shadows. You think you see something go by. Know that that's your dad. Know that that is his soul. We can say or be skeptical about what I do. I respect it and I get it. Yeah. But nobody can tell you what you feel, what you sense, what you saw, what you witness. That's your feelings, your emotions, mm-hmm. and you're not crazy, right? Right. You know what you feel. Nobody can discount that. So you have to, anything that goes on around you, I don't care what it is, if you think you smell something that reminds you of your dad, mm-hmm. maybe it's his cologne, it could just be maybe his favorite food, but there's no reason why you should smell it. Know that that is his soul.
1: Ah. Thank you so much. I know oh, that Thank you. you weren't expecting to do this and I was so excited to chat with you and I'm so excited about your podcast and I cannot wait to read your books. They sound amazing. Good morning and good grief, right? I wrote them down. Yes,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send them to you. Okay, I'm going to send them to you.
1: And then where can everybody else find you? I mean, obviously Long Island Medium.
0: Everybody yep. knows that show. <laughs> Long Island Medium is returning uh, February 5th. Amazing. But it's going to be on Discovery+. Plus, and the great thing about it is that you can now stream the past 10 years of Long Island Medium. So they're all up there. I've been binge watching like since season one. It's oh my- crazy. It's insane. And also on my podcast, Hey Spirit. Yeah. Uh, and if, you, if someone's interested in being a guest, they can always call the hotline one T Caputo and leave a message. Okay. And all my social media, uh, TeresaCaputo.com, uh, to where I'm going to be performing in a city or a state near you. So-
1: Amazing. Check it out. Yeah. Gosh, amazing. You're so wonderful. Honestly, like. Thank you. It's so great for me to have this personal reading, but also so much of what you said, I think will be so helpful for people who have lost loved ones. And Mm -hmm. I think it's this thing, like you said, that people don't really want to talk about or don't know how to talk about it without feeling like a burden, even though if someone were to, someone were to ever talk to me about losing someone, I would never, even if they want to talk to me every day about it, I would never look at it as a burden, but you never want to be like the Debbie Downer, but it's still, I I find whenever I talk about it on my social media, it's one of the topics that people are like the most highly engaged in because so many of us Mm -hmm. have suffered a loss and will, I mean, everyone. So anyways, thank you so much for taking the time oh, to chat with thank me. You. Everybody Anytime. check Teresa out and I'll, I'll be in touch. I'll, we'll talk soon.